0: ...only saw the creatures as a means to a financial end. He had no love for them, nor was he concerned that there were less than a thousand mountain gorillas left in the wild. By the end of the day, there would be fewer by his hand. It was a female, and she wasn't aware of his presence. It was doubtful she had ever seen a human before. As this band of gorillas lay beyond the usual haunts of wildlife conservationists, high in the cloud forest on the flanks of an unnamed mountain, here, in the deepest stretches of the Congo, entire regions still lay uncharted and untainted. The female reached for another stem, and the undergrowth moved as more of her band emerged. Samson could make out another two females and three juveniles no bigger than two year old humans. The youngsters were chasing one another up trunks and then hanging precariously from branches before cannonballing into the ferns. With one hand, Samson indicated to his colleagues to crouch low. He quietly pushed his machete into the soft earth, the hilt angled towards him so he could snatch it up at a moment's notice. Then he drew his revolver from his waistband. It would take one shot through the female's skull to kill her, but that was a desperate move. The head was worth more intact. He hoped two shots to the heart would suffice. If he missed, there was a chance she would charge. Then it would have to be a headshot. Samson felt the thrill of adrenaline he always experienced during a hunt, no matter how one sided it was. In fact, he only ever hunted when the risk of danger was minimal. He quickly checked if his companions had followed his lead. Jean Paul had vanished. During the two day hike, he had been constantly complaining about the weight of the net, so it was unlikely, now that they had reached their goal, that he would just turn tail and run from the beasts. Nicola looked equally baffled by his friend's disappearance, which he silently communicated through a series of frowns and shrugs. Then a bark echoed across the jungle. Samson was certain they had made no noise, but the band had seen them and were scattering for cover. The female glared at him, incisors bared, as she grunted a warning. He was more than aware of the rippling power beneath the fur. He'd heard tales of poachers mauled to death, limbs torn from sockets. Samson fired a shot. His hand was shaking uncontrollably, and the bore of the gun made the shot fall very wide, splintering a trunk three meters away. The loud report galvanized the female, and she pelted into the undergrowth. Samson knew there was no point in being subtle now. His paycheck was getting away. Jean-Paul, move your stinking butt, he yelled, his accent tinged French. He turned to Nicola, and what he saw chilled him to the core. His companion seemed to have been hoisted vertically into the boughs of the tree. Samson witnessed Nicholas's shotgun still falling from the man's grasp as the legs silently disappeared into the branches. It happened so fast that Samson briefly thought it was an optical illusion, if it were not for the discarded weapon on the ground. Nikola must have leapt into the tree for some reason. One thing was for sure. Samson was alone, and he had no wish to pursue the startled gorillas without backup. ''Nicolas!'' he hissed. ''Jean-Paul?'' Only the fleeing guerrilla's grunts answered him. Swearing, Samson retrieved his machete and jogged back down the incline to where he had last seen Jean-Paul. ''You pair of idiots! They are running away!'' ''Were his companions hiding from him, playing some kind of practical joke?'' ''It'll take another day before we find them again!'' Is that what you fools want? He reached the fallen shotgun and glanced up. Nicholas's legs dangled in the canopy twenty feet above. What's he doing? His voice trailed off. It was clear Nikola hadn't ascended the tree by choice. Branches obscured his torso. He wasn't moving.